And with back to school comes labels that often get attached to our kids, whether those are diagnosed or societal, that's underneath because that's what's important and that's what really needs addressed. Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey, parents, it's Renee. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. I'm excited about this episode because for those of us here in the States, it is back to school time. And with back to school comes labels that often get attached to our kids, whether those are diagnosed or societal. When labels are attached to our kids, It can impact their self-esteem. It can impact how they show up. So this episode is called Forget the the Label, What's Underneath? Because that's what's important and that's what really needs addressed. Whether your child is diagnosed with something like ADHD or depression or they have a label, a societal label attached to them like the jock or the nerd or the band geek or whatever they call band kids these days, even though I think that they're awesome. Labels impact kids. It impacts how they show up. And a lot of that gets internalized with their kids and they don't share. And then what we see on the outside are things like attitude or, you know, not trying, giving up. But there's so much that's happening underneath some of what we kind of forget about. As your kids get back to school, if you start seeing behaviors and attitudes, and things that are going on that's not quite who they are or something seems off. The question is, how do we get to the root? Well, there's a few different ways. Number one, if you have great connection with your kids, that's the best case scenario. So that when they're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or sad or whatever it is that they're feeling, they're going to come to you. That's what we want as a number one option. But we know teenagers and that doesn't always happen. And so as a parent, want to be in a place where you can kind of get curious with your own mind thinking, okay, what's going on? This is what I'm seeing and I wonder what's going on because we don't wanna address just the behavior like the eye rolls or the door slams. We wanna also address what's happening underneath. Some really important questions to ask yourself are, number one, are my kiddos basic needs being met? And by basic needs, I'm talking about things like sleep, and nutrition and exercise, right? We don't often think about that. It's when kids are teenagers, they kind of are left to their own devices as they should be. They're growing up to an extent, right? But there's so many studies out there on kids that are sleep deprived, which is very common in today's day and age with electronics. So are my kids getting enough sleep? You know, teenagers need almost as much sleep as a newborn. Your kids are growing, their brains are growing, their brains are not gonna be developed until their early 20s. And so they need those hours and hours and hours of sleep. When kids don't have that, those labels can even have more impact if they're feeling tired, 
right? Those feelings of stress or insecurity or overwhelm, if they're not, those basic needs of sleep and nutrition and exercise are not being met, it is going to have an impact on how they show up. So that's one question to get curious about. Are my kids' basic needs being met? And if they're not, if you know that your kids are up on electronics well into the night and they're only getting three or four hours of sleep, that's going to impact not only their just general growth, that's going to impact their attitude. That's going to impact how well they do in school. That's going to impact relationships because they're going to be tired and they're not going to be showing up as their best selves. So that's question one, right? Doesn't matter what the label is. Are their basic needs being met? Are they getting enough sleep? Are they getting exercise? Are they getting nutrition, eating well? And we know teenagers love their junk food, right? So what can we do at home to make sure they're getting some nutrition? And then as far as exercise, if they're not involved in a sport or any kind of activity where they are getting exercise, what can they do Maybe just go play in the backyard, right? Get a few backyard games and just something to get them moving if they're not a kid that moves a lot. That goes so far. That movement goes so far in helping with the mental health, helping with that underneath stuff. Number two, this one's super important. Does my teenager feel safe emotionally? And meaning, are there, are they feeling seen, heard, understood, and valued? Every single teenager desires to feel seen, heard, understand, and valued. I can't tell you how many conversations I have with teens that say, no one, parents don't understand me. They don't get it. They don't know how hard school is. They don't know what I'm going through, but I can't tell them because they don't listen. Teenage, I'm not saying that's you. <laughs> Teenagers yearn to feel safe emotionally. So not only having their basic needs being met, but knowing they have that safe place to fall, that safe person to go to. It's okay if that person isn't you. Not all teens are comfortable going to their parents, and that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Every child is different, right? So no judgment on your part. Give yourself grace if you are not that person your teen opens up to about everything. What we still want to have in place is that their home is that safe place emotionally where at least they can decompress and feel that they can share, that they can be heard and be understood in that one place. Because when teenagers are not feeling safe emotionally within the home, then they're going to go elsewhere to have those needs met. Places like the internet or their friends who can be an awesome support system, but their friends are also teenagers and have their own biases in place, right? Teenagers are naturally self-absorbed. And so, yes, it's great for kids to have that very solid friend group and kids that lift them up, but that's not a replacement for them feeling safe emotionally at home. And so even if that isn't you, as long as that home environment is that safe space, then it's easier to address what's underneath those labels that society may be putting on them and or even diagnose labels so that they can open up when they get scared, when they get sad, when things start coming up. And if it's not you, again, that's okay. Just find that trusted adult that your teen is willing to open up to, whether it's a coach or a therapist or a teacher or what, whoever that may be. Really important that every teenager has a trusted adult 
that they can be open and vulnerable with because that's really hard for them. And then secondly, thirdly, number three, does your child have a label attached to them that is currently kind of defining them? Because that's when we want to get in there with that good connection, which is so important and be able to talk to them about labels and how, hey, you might have ADHD, you might have a label of depression, but that doesn't define your every waking moment. But it's really easy for teens to get sucked into that and allow external forces to start to dictate how they feel about themselves. What we wanna do is address what's underneath the label that is causing them angst. Some kids have ADHD, they take medication and it really doesn't impact them. Other kids have ADHD and they do or don't take medication. It impacts them, their self-esteem. They're comparing themselves to everyone else. They feel too slow or too stupid or not smart or whatever stories they're telling themselves. And that's gonna show up in a way where you might see an attitude change, behavior change, frustration, they might shut down. So is does your child have a label attached to them? Is it currently defining them? And if so, what is underneath that needs addressed? Because what's underneath that needs addressed is those feelings probably of insecurity, of fear, of not fitting in, of sadness, of overwhelm. When I say forget the label and address what's underneath, that doesn't negate. Sometimes it's important to have those labels so that we can get the resources we need and or to help kids understand why their brain maybe is a little bit different than another person's brain. And that's okay. Our son had ADHD. We were always very open about it and often talked about it as a brain piece. Hey, this doesn't define who you are. Your brain's just different than so-and-so brain, and that's okay because with ADHD, there's also a lot of really good qualities. So if you have a diagnosed label, you could do research if you don't already have it and see the positive in that label because I believe that with most everything, there's a positive that comes with it. Finally, if this is a struggle for you, I want you guys to know that I've created a new parent group that I'm super excited about. I'm running it in September, but regardless of when you're listening to this, I plan to rerun it more often. It's only four weeks. It's for parents only. And it's specifically for parents of teens and tweens. Four weeks of almost one-on-one coaching because we're going to be on the call together and I'm going to answer your questions in real time. Calls will be 60 minutes, but I'm going to allot an extra 30 minutes for anyone that wants to stay on and get that extra support. This is about connection, connection with your teen, which is the most important. It's about mindset, your own mindset. How are you showing up? We have a segment on, or five choices we have available to us in every situation. Only one of those works against us. I have a segment where I talk about the influencers of our energy. Our energy are our thoughts. A lot of times we're not really aware what's really impacting our own energy or our own thoughts. And we think it's our kids' attitude or behavior, but it might not be that at all. So the more self-awareness that we have as parents, the more empowered we are, not only in our relationship with our kids, but in all of our relationships and as a person to show up as our best selves, which is going to help with our relationship and connection with our teen, which is going to bolster their self-esteem, right? I go back to that, having the home, that safe place to fall 
some of that falls on our shoulders because we're the parent. So week one is better connection. Week two is the five choices we have in every situation. I use this all the time with myself. And so this is not something I'm throwing at you that's not used. I use it with myself. I teach it to my teens. I've taught it to my own kids. This acronym for this is SMEEPS, S-M-E-E-P-S, really powerful tool. And then the last call, I'm planning to bring on um, a teen client of mine. She's now a senior in high school and have her answer your questions as well as tell you a day in a life of a teenager. She's in a really amazing place right now, extremely confident, happy, has great friends. It wasn't that case two years ago. She was in the crux of teen chaos. She didn't have friends, was being bullied, very low self-esteem. And we, I met with her not too long ago, just like a couple weeks ago we got together and she was telling me how hard it is in a school day. She's like, being in school is awful and this is a girl who's confident. And I have teenagers tell me this all the time. I'm teaching a teen class tonight and I hear this from the kids every single time I teach this class that again, parents don't understand how hard it is to go to school. They don't understand what's going on. And that's why I want to bring her on. And so you as a parent can get a perspective from a teen that is in it in the moment and someone that's in a good place because that means her, she's not jaded in what she's going to share with you as well as answer your questions. Even if you have a good relationship with your child, they may not share everything with you. And there is a lot that teens are going through today that parents just aren't privy to unless they're sharing. And it's really important because, again, that is going to give you insight into what your teen's going through when they come home from school, where they spend eight hours a day, why they might be behaving they were they behaving the way they are, to bolster your connection, to bolster the home being that safe space, being sure that it's on point so that your teen does not have their self-esteem being impact inadvertently at home. I know I've been guilty of that in the past when my kids were teenagers, maybe getting caught in the emotions of, especially with our son, who was a challenge, and getting caught in the emotions myself and probably doing and, or saying things that I shouldn't have and responding or reacting rather than responding. I've totally been guilty of that. And so during our four weeks together, that um, second call, the five choices, is about responding versus reacting. And so I'd love to have you there. Again, the current price is at 197, but it's going to be 127 through August 31st. Those calls will be on Sunday evenings, Mountain Time at 6 p.m. And the good news about this is because this is a paid event, it will be recorded. And so if you have to miss the call, you're still going to get the value. Super powerful, super empowering for you as a parent and a person. Because back to school is not just about the kids, it's also about you. So I would love to see you in that group. So again, forget the label, it's what's underneath. And those three things that I talked about was number one, are my kids' basic needs being met, sleep, nutrition, and exercise. That's usually a no for most teenagers, to be honest. And it's not any fault of you as the parent. But if that those basic needs are not being met and it is impacting their world, that's when you want to, you get to step in, right? And you want to step in. Number two, uh, does my teen feel safe emotionally? Do they feel seen, heard, valued, and understood? Do they feel like I am their safe place or our home is their safe place? And what's going on? No judgment. Again, no judgment ever because always give yourself grace, give your teens grace and know that we're all just learning and growing continuously right? We just do the best we can on any given day. And so if you've had a bad day and how you react, 
forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. Tomorrow's a new day. And thirdly, does your teen have attached a label attached to them, whether societal or diagnosed? And is that impacting how they view themselves in the world? Because we don't want any diagnoses or labels to define who they are because they're more than that, right? And I did a previous episode on comparing labels to soup cans. Really powerful, I think. So go ahead and search. I don't, I couldn't find the episode number or I would tell you, but it's back. And that's it. Parents, I hope to see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.